concept is so foreign to Pittsburgh football fans that I don't even know that anyone can describe what it should look like. And yes, of course, I'm talking about rebuilding. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. Comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates where you found this. Just got back from Miami. Have a little bit of a clearer head about the game that I covered down there a couple nights ago. And have a lot clearer understanding of why I was so struck by Mike Tomlin's answer to my question the other night after the game, which, as I told you on yesterday's episode, was going to seem unremarkable to almost everyone, but it hit me. And I admitted to you on yesterday's show that I didn't understand why, like I didn't get it. I don't see what was so impactful about this. And now, now I do. I'm going to play this again. It's only 11 seconds, so deal with the repeat for those of you who already heard yesterday's show. Here it is. Mike, is your offense getting any closer to forming an identity? I I feel like we are, but we didn't make the necessarily splash plays today to secure victory. Um, But I certainly feel like we are, certainly. So you heard my question. You heard the context that I presented it with, and you heard his answer. And you heard quite possibly, the intonation with which he delivered it. It wasn't exactly angry. It wasn't exactly, uh, what's that line he always uses when he thinks somebody's asking him a happy question after a tough loss? Uh, It's not something that we're going to seek comfort. That's it. We're not going to seek comfort in that. We're not going to seek comfort in having uh looked like we're getting better offensively or whatever that was. Again, don't read into the literal question or the literal answer. Understand, especially for those of you who have paid any attention to Tomlin's press conferences over the years, this is not someone who would answer a question about the development or the growth of a certain facet of the football team in anything remotely resembling an upbeat context after a really tough loss like that one. And it was in that moment, I'm talking about when I was standing there and he answered it, that it hit me, he's rebuilding. He's rebuilding. He's doing it. He's doing it right now. He's rebuilding. What can you expect at Point Park University in downtown Pittsburgh? Respect, rigor, relevance. That's the Point Park pledge. You'll be treated with respect while being challenged and supported academically to graduate with career-ready, relevant skills. Visit pointpark.edu to learn more. Of course he wanted to win the football game. Of course they all wanted to win the football game. There's nothing wrong with winning the football game. But he also understands that there are benefits to speeding up the process of getting these younger players more involved, more successful, more confident in stadiums. 
And that, I believe, is the reason that you've seen at least a couple of players put on the field when maybe they'd be giving way to older guys in very specific situations. Want a crazy example? George Pickens. Don't laugh at this. And and look, look, I'm leaving Matt Canada out today, okay? Just, Just completely disregard that he exists, as blissful as that might seem. And think about Pickens being on the field all through the second half when what you need are basic plays, uh, basic execution of plays, and the kind of thing that, right or wrong, coaches tend to drift toward older guys to get that done. In fact, on that last drive, this is one of those things that not everyone would have noticed, so I'm going to bring it up now. On that illegal shift penalty, which I still don't think was an illegal shift because I don't know who other than Miles Boykin was moving, Boykin was on the field. You know who he was on the field in place of? Yeah, Pickens. That means there's something there, and all of this has to get cleared by the head coach, that they wanted to get done that had the veteran on the field. If one takes that and then one adds on to it the aggressive usage of DeMarvin Leal before he was injured, including at multiple positions, The sticking by the left side of the offensive line, even when Dan Moore and or Kevin Dotson, or in this case, both, have struggled. All of this plus the ultimate example, Kenny Pickett being at quarterback instead of Mitch Trubisky, points toward the head coach in his own understated way saying, hey, look, I get it. I do value winning, going to do everything we can to win the game that we're playing on Sunday. But along the way, I've got to do something to make these younger guys better. And because I don't want to go through something like this again in 2023, I want to make sure that I'm putting the pedal to the metal to get it done. If I have to go through the early part of next season, trying to get younger players up to speed or worrying about how they'll perform in regular season games versus preseason games, then I'm going to be wasting potentially a chunk of that season as well. Now, Tomlin's got a press conference today, as you know, at noon. I would tell you that I believe his chance of addressing this openly and honestly would be 0.00%. But I tried that shtick a week ago, and if you recall, it completely blew up in my face. So you might just have to settle. Might. For that 11-second answer that he gave me the other night in Miami. When we come back, J1Q... Mike's Beer Bar. They're located directly across Federal Street in Park. 
They are the one, the only, the premier destination in Pittsburgh for craft beer. More than 500 craft beers available, more than 350 of those local, and more than 80 of those on tap. Mike's can't be topped, not for beer, not for the awesome kitchen and menu that's available, not for all the special events that are going on there. Check them out online at mikesbeerbar.com. Mike's Beer Bar, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Today's J1Q comes from Mike DeZora, who says, DK, this is a first-time submission to your podcast. There's a universal belief that Matt Canada is in way over his head and must go. Some of the recent comments from players lead me to believe that he's lost them. By stubbornly refusing to address this from the Steelers' standpoint, does it translate to Tomlin, the ultimate players' coach, also possibly losing the team? <sighs> Man. Um, yes? I had to think about that for a second because, again, I, I, I don't want – did I say in the last segment I wasn't going to do Canada? See, I wasn't going to do Canada today, and then you got to come up with it. But, you know, I also picked your question, so I can't play completely dumb here. My feeling here is that these players have more than made up their minds that they're done with him, but they also aren't in a position of strength – they aren't in a position to go making some kind of big kick and fuss over it. For whatever reason, Chase Claypool seems to be very comfortable in those particular clothes. So he made the decision to hang out late in the locker room in Miami a couple nights ago. And he said what he said. And he, I can very easily a firm for you, was speaking for a lot of people when he did. Now, to best answer the tough question that you asked there, you first have to understand that Tomlin deals with the players face-to-face, man-to-man. He is not one of those coaches slash managers in professional sports who delegates through a coordinator or a positional coach and says, hey, you need to get this guy in line. He'll go and do that himself. He very much believes in that. Of all of the coaches on the staff, including the coordinators, the only one you will find hanging out in the locker room on any type of regular basis is Tomlin. And he'll do it right in front of us, reporters. He'll come in and joke with these guys. Even as they're giving interviews with us, he'll have something funny to say over our shoulders. He believes in being in there and dealing with them. He wants, he embraces, to use one of his terms, the more challenging conversations, the more personal conversations that need to be had. And he'll do that whether you're T.J. Watt or whether you're the fourth string, fifth guy, tenth guy on the depth chart, whatever it happens to be. So knowing that, I'm inclined to believe that the players would stand by Tomlin almost unconditionally. 
But this is a hell of a condition. This is something that costs people. I mean, nobody wants to hear this, okay? But it's just part of the business. It costs them money. You know, it costs them uh, success individually, too. You know, individual players want to win sometimes for individual motivation. Everyone would like to be a Super Bowl champion. And when they think, whether it's in the back of their head or whatever it is that everybody's actually openly talking about in that room, when they think that it's someone over their heads who's preventing them from doing that, there's going to be a lot of frustration. And there's going to be frustration that runs all the way to the top. Can they seriously not see how incompetent this guy is? What are they doing to me here? What are they doing to my career? On the other hand, and here goes the pendulum right back, because Tomlin is such a player's coach, and believe you me, I'm saying that 100% in the positive context, because he is that, he hears all this If you think that I'm hearing a lot of stuff that I'm sharing with you on a daily basis, imagine what he's hearing because he encourages his players to just say what's on their mind, meaning when they're talking to him. In fact, he insists on it. He's not going to be one of those who's going to say, hey, you can't be talking about Coach Canada like that. He's going to insist, of course, that they're all unified and on the same page when they take the field in Philadelphia or wherever. But he's also going to listen. And he's going to be aware. He's very, very much aware, as I mentioned on yesterday's show. So, probably not the simplest answer to your question, but it wasn't a simple question, which is why you heard the at the very beginning as well. Let's do this again tomorrow. (laughs) 